Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the State Tax Show. I'm Matt Hunsaker. Today, we talk about a Wisconsin case that highlights the tension that arises when tax authorities take audit positions that conflict with their own published guidance. I've always been fascinated with heavy machinery. One summer when I was, I don't know, probably about six years old, the city finally decided to pave the street that I lived on. The problem was they discovered an underground stream that they had to deal with. So what seemed like for weeks, I would sit out on the front lawn and watch them excavate the street. And it seemed like they dug down probably about 20 feet but I don't know if that's my kid memory, remembering that depth. One day, I peeked into the hole and I noticed a huge boulder. I asked the excavator operator what they were going to do with it. And he said that they were going to haul it off. But if I asked my parents, he would put it in our lawn for decoration. So I ran inside as fast as I could and drug my mom outside. And she gave in and told him where he could put the rock in the front lawn. Then the operator of the excavator asked her if I could hop in the cab and he could help me move it myself. And I think that was probably perhaps the greatest moment of my life. My parents have since moved from the house, but whenever I take my family back to Alaska to visit, we always swing by the old family home just to make sure that my rock is still there. Fast forward a few decades. When I finished up my clerkship at the U.S. Tax Court, I almost took a job with one of our premier heavy equipment manufacturers. I was 99% sold when they took me for a tour of the bulldozer facility. But alas, the siren song of law firm life proved too much. So here I am. Today's case involves heavy equipment, and I think it's a pretty interesting case. The tax issue is not terribly complex, but I think it is a helpful example of what happens, or what should happen, when a taxing agency takes a position in audit or litigation that conflicts with what they have said in their published guidance. In this case, and I'm going to really simplify the facts, Deere & Company owned all of the interest in a Luxembourg entity. For Luxembourg purposes, the entity was treated as a partnership, but Deere elected to have it taxed as a corporation. When the Luxembourg subsidiary made distributions, well, Deere claimed the Wisconsin dividends received deduction for those distributions. Makes sense, right? I mean, Wisconsin has a law that defines a corporation to include entities that are treated as corporations for federal income tax purposes. And that is what we had here, a Luxembourg entity with a C-Corp election. So it was a corporation for not only federal purposes, but Wisconsin purposes as well. Wisconsin does not, or did not, I haven't looked recently, 
follow the federal dividends received deduction statute. It decouples from them and has its own dividends received deduction. Now listen very carefully to how it's worded. It says, corporations may deduct from income dividends received from a corporation with respect to its common stock if the corporation receiving the dividends own directly or indirectly during the entire taxable year at least 70% of the total combined voting stock of the payor corporation. So the key phraseology in there is that there has to be common stock and a dividend. And the department said that even though the Luxembourg entity was defined as a corporation, it was not really a corporation, so it did not really have common stock and did not really pay dividends. And so on that basis, they went ahead and disallowed the dividends received deduction. But here's the rub. The department had put out a publication on LLCs, that's publication 119, if you're interested. I think it's probably been changed uh, since this litigation. And that publication basically said that, and I'm going to quote it here, if an LLC is classified as a corporation, an LLC interest is treated in the same manner as stock. So you can see the inconsistency here, right? In a publication, they say that an LLC classified as a corporation is really treated as a corporation holding stock. But then they turn around and say that the Luxembourg entity can't really be treated as a corporation. Well, Deere appealed this to the Wisconsin Tax Appeals Commission, and they won. The department then appealed to circuit court, but again, the taxpayer won. And then just last week, the Wisconsin Court of Appeals again stood by the taxpayer. But what is interesting about this case is not the statutory construction. What is interesting is that Wisconsin has a pretty cool law that prevents the Department of Revenue from essentially speaking out of both sides of its mouth. It says, and I'm going to partially quote it here, the Department of Revenue shall not take a position that is contrary to any guidance published by the department prior to that period and not subsequently retracted, altered, or amended by the department or the legislature or essentially by the courts. And this is what the court hung its hat on. It basically said, look, you can't say that an LLC interest is treated as stock and that the Luxembourg entity interest is not also treated as stock. The department gave a bunch of reasons why it should not be bound by this prior guidance, but the court slashed right through all of them. So I consider this a big taxpayer win. I love the law in Wisconsin. So many tax agencies are going towards only allowing themselves to be bound by private letter rulings, and then only to the taxpayer that got them which is a pain in the neck for us state tax practitioners because we often have so little guidance that we have to go off whatever nugget we can find. And it can be frustrating if the state then pulls the rug out from under you by saying that they're not bound by what they have published. So hats off to Wisconsin. This case has had me thinking about doing an update on administrative deference. I can't remember when I last did one of these. It 
might have been at my old firm. But if you would like a refresh on the topic, just let me know and I'll get it in the queue. I'll be back next Monday with a new episode. Until then, have yourselves a great week. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.